0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio, live from the Jack Shack. I am Chip Hazard. Yeah,
1: I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is something about sports, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. And uh, we wanted to uh, give you guys something a little bit fun to talk about. Um, The top 10 craziest sports brawls that ever occurred. Now, when there's a lot at stake... And emotions are running high. Well, sometimes shit boils over. So for this list, we're looking specifically at the biggest fights and brawls that took place in sports involving multiple players from both teams. Um, this should be an interesting list tonight. Uh, which one do you guys want to kick us
2: off? I guess I can. I'll read number number 10 on the list. Yeah. Um, so we have Bloody Wednesday uh, for hockey fans. We all know what that is for those yep. that don't. Uh, it's Colorado Avalanche versus Detroit Red Wings March 26, 1997. So back in the late 90s, the Avalanche and the Wings had one of the best rivalries in all sports and many remember the classic Patrick Roy and Chris Osgood fight from 1998. Mm-hmm. But it's the previous year's brawl that earns a spot on our list. The Red Wings were serious because of an incident involving Avalanche forward Claude Lemieux uh, during the playoffs. And that prompted the brawl this day uh now remember that bloody wednesday featured a total of nine fights and the most memorable one was between uh patrick roy and the red wings goalie mike vernon who traded blows at center ice i'm pretty sure everybody fought the whole first line obviously fought because there was nine total fights
1: yeah patrick waugh was one of those guys like i mean a lot of people consider him top 20 all-time greatest goalies to ever play um So for him to get in in there, you know, against Mike Vernon, the goalies are fighting each other and they're on the opposite end of the ice. So it's like, damn, you know, but yeah, I mean, the whole, the the incident with Claude Lemieux, uh, Claude uh, Lemieux, um, you know, that, that was kind of the, the catalyst for the brawl in a sense. And yeah, it was, it was, it was very, if you ever watched the video of it and, and the website that we're actually looking at provides the video um, to some degree um,
2: yeah
0: this was during the uh, the 96 Western Conference Finals yep yeah they that. they called it uh, Bloody Wednesday Fight Night at the Joe or Brawling Hockey Town
2: bro if, if you guys want a really good breakdown of that um, the YouTube channel Secret Base actually has a beef series and this one is one of the ones covered and it actually goes into supreme detail
1: yeah, I mean, literally. I mean, you got. I mean, my God, you got damn. Uh, uh, Lemieux down, this. Oh, 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 oh That check was nasty.
0: Well, yeah, it it. Uh, no, he
1: caught. No, he got, He caught him from the side and pushed him up into the glass, and it, it, you didn't hit the. He didn't hit the glass. He hit like that partition. You know, the little metal part that's in between the glass. You know what I'm talking about? Like right there brought before you get to the scores table? Yeah. It was right there. I was like, ooh, that was that was that was bad.
0: That was, yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Chris Chris Draper, the guy that uh Lemieux checked, uh ended up going to the hospital. He had a broken jaw, a shattered cheek, and shattered orbital bone. He had to have reconstructive face surgery, and his jaw had to be wired shut.
1: Yeah. That was that was bad. That was, that was a very, very insane night um, in the NHL I mean and still to this day man Colorado and Detroit do not like each other like I would say it's them Detroit and Colorado I don't know one or two as far as best rivalries in hockey would uh, you say Raj uh, could be number one oh definitely not Because I know Rangers and Bruins or Rangers and Penguins are also up there as well. Uh, uh, LA LA and San Jose. I don't know if they're. I don't even know if they're top five anymore because that rivalry's kind of lessened over the course of the couple of years. Maybe uh, I don't
2: know. Well, with hockey being softer now, yeah, I guess so. Maybe Chicago.
1: I don't know. Maybe Chicago and Chicago, uh, Detroit. Have Detroit a good one too. Yeah, the Chicago and Detroit have a good one too. Uh, I mean,
2: the Avalanche. And, would you say
1: Canadians and Bruins? Uh, yeah.
2: Probably, probably them and the Senators more.
1: Yeah, I would say the Senators more, and to, I mean Toronto and uh, Ottawa is more rivals than where Toronto and Montreal is probably more rivals. Yeah. You know, um no 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 I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry let me, let me take that back I apologize it's Toronto and the Buffalo Sabres have the rivalries the it's uh the, the, I think they call it the uh, it's it's something to do with Niagara Falls cuz both are very close to that uh part of it yeah uh, somebody gave it a weird nickname a long long time ago I can't remember off the top of my head um but uh but yeah I mean as far as rivalries go yeah I mean Colorado and Detroit still to this day don't like each other and it, I think it kind of uh, I think it proceeds for the future. Which, I mean, rivalry, you know, not to the point to where you're, you know, beating the shit out of each other every single time you get on the ice,
2: but a rivalry, you know, rivalry's a good for the sport. You know what I mean? No, that's why I watch hockey. I want to see Puck drop immediate six down. <laughs> <laughs> like immediate six down.
1: Damn. You sure you want to dare hatch? Fucking,
2: fan? <laughs> old over here doing a blindside on Chris Draper, really. Really changed that whole rivalry for like six to seven years. Yeah,
1: yeah, I and mean, hell, man, Steve Yeiserman got involved. Fucking, uh, yeah, and Steve Yeiserman wasn't really known for being like a, like an enforcer, but, I mean, he threw down that day.
2: Actually, if I really think about it, to be honest, the biggest issue was this rivalry really just started because of Claude Lemieux. Because in '95, Lemieux was on the Devils and he was the MVP that beat Detroit. Then he goes mm-hmm. to the Avalanche very next season to start beef.
1: So it's basically guilty by association when it comes to the Avalanche. Yeah,
2: because because they had Lemieux like and he over here just doing stuff. He took him out. Yeah. He pretty much beat them single handedly. Uh,
1: yeah. And the Devils ain't been shit since ninety six. That's not true. They, went to, <laughs> like
2: they won championship in like two
1: thousand. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, they won. They won. It, they won in two thousand and three. No, no, that, yeah. was, that was that was my that was Anaheim. <laughs> Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim was two thousand three, right?
2: Uh, let's see.
1: Let me look this up real quick because yeah. See, I, I
2: got. A, I know they won recently. I know they've ended the playoffs recently too.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, shit. Let me look at the Stanley Cup winners.
2: I mean, I can just look up their history. Stanley Cup. Oh shit! I just had it right there in my face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that how it normally
2: works? Last one was 2000, 2003 three. Two thousand three. Okay, that's what I thought. And they yeah, went to the conference championship in
1: 2011-2012. Yeah.
2: But they also sold all their fucking
1: players. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's when... Oh yeah, that, that was uh, that was when and L.A. Parise, finally... That was, yeah. that was when the Kings finally broke through and won in 2012 when we played the Devils. Yep. I remember it was that. What's funny is like,
2: I technically should be... I should be like... The fucking Avalanche should be like my secondary team. Because I love the Nordique, and that's who... Obviously, they sold the Nordique to become the Avalanche, but I can't fucking stand the Avalanche. Well,
1: Peter Forsberg was a very good player. I mean, I think he's... Would you I would. Would you say... I mean, I know we're not doing team associations, <laughs> but Peter Forsberg, I mean, that's who I think of whenever I think of the Avalanche, just because I thought that, no, you know, he was...
2: Lemieux, that man when he starts fights.
1: <laughs> Claude Lemieux.
2: Started the biggest ball <laughs> in history for, for the 90s, I guess. I mean... <laughs> I was thinking of
1: somebody a little less infamous uh, or notorious. I mean, when uh, I think of that Tina, so I came
2: in. <laughs> right. Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah. Tampa Bay is looking to have the first three three-peat since 1980 to
2: 1983, New York Islanders. And I think it's hilarious because that and that. Up... season, the Detroit actually smothered the uh, Avalanche 7-0 right before the playoffs. Mm Mm-hmm. And then get beat in the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. From 95 to
1: to, to 98, it was like just in the Stanley Cup Finals was just sweeps.
2: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: The the, The Devils beat the Wings sweep. Avalanche beat the Panthers sweep, and then the ring, and then the uh, Red Wings beat the Flyers and the Caps sweep sweep. Like damn,
2: yeah, and uh, that like I said, that uh, Devils sweep was all because of Lemieux.
1: Right. That actually, that ninety eight sweep was the uh, last sweep uh, that they've had in the in the uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. Everything else has gone to either five, six, seven games. Oh, excuse me. Hello, what? Oh, okay. I, 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 I heard something. Fuck a fucking bug on me. <laughs> all right. So that now do we said, talk about
2: Bloody Wednesday enough?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the next one. Oh. Uh, go, go ahead, go ahead, Chip. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, n- next up, we're going to talk about the
0: uh, Athletic Bilbao versus FC Barcelona. This is the from. But oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs>
2: That's the city, right, sir? just disrespectful.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's it's like saying Batman or Baltimore. Batman <laughs> <laughs> Uh on, just
1: listen
0: on, to the episode; you'll understand. Yeah, on on Monday's episode when you weren't able to <laughs> to join us, um, the there's a city in Turkey called Balt but it's spelled B A T M A N. And uh, the mayor tried to sue uh, Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan for uh, the From movie The Dark Knight. Yeah. Because he, he uh, said they didn't have permission to use it, even though Batman, the character, has been around longer than the uh, city there in Turkey.
2: <laughs> I say Batman's probably older than the current iteration of Turkey. Uh, Probably probably but
0: anyway so this was from uh, May 5th 1984 uh, there was no love loss between at the athletic Debal. Debal and yeah. uh, FC Barcelona when the two teams met in the 1984 Copa del Rey final. the game was nasty from the outset with rough tackles on both sides. Eventually, after being taunted throughout the game, uh, Barca star Diego Maradona snapped and got in the face of Bilbao's Miguel Sola. And this triggered a massive brawl during which Maradona headbutted Sola and attacked several other players. Ballers from both sides began kicking and punching each other in what was ultimately Maradona's last game at Barcelona, in total, 60 people were injured.
2: Yep. Um, yep. Cocaine does that to you. <laughs> Not even joking. Yeah. Maradona actually got kicked off, a, got arrested and kicked off a team because of his cocaine. He got spotted during the game with the eyes super dilated and got investigated after the game and arrested and kicked off the team.
1: Oh, yeah. wow. And, yeah.
2: and you go back and you look at the
1: videos. They got the press on the field. They got coaches, all kinds of referees, people still kicking. Like, they attacked fans. Like, shit. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: fuck the fans. How about that? <laughs> you, you run up on the field, guess what happens? You free game, bro.
1: You finna get duffed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah like an old man that w- r- walks up on a, a, a pitcher
2: man first of all Just saying you said no nope. first of all he was there to he was actually there to stop the brawl and that picture says he's garbage decided to be garbage human and do what garbage people do and started attacking a poor innocent old man trying to stop the fight
1: we'll get there in due time let's let's talk about this for a minute uh, Yeah, so, man. So I actually
0: found an article on the Guardian and the uh the headline just is amazing hold on where did it i just had it there it is too many too many tabs open uh, kung fu kicks and riot police <laughs> the, day, the day maradona got Barca
1: brawling wow that's crazy yeah wow <laughs> that is nuts but yeah, man, sixty people. All got I mean, and you go back and you watch the video and people I mean yeah, just shut up. Just jump kicking and all that kind of shit. Like it, it, it's crazy. Like
2: Yeah, there's some come here, they don't have a fucking fight.
1: I mean, they might.
2: No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. I've watched enough of my my soccer to know.
1: I saw you do the windmill. You can't fight. <laughs> You know, when they swing their arms back and f- You never mind.
2: Well, <laughs> I thought you were talking about doing, like, a fucking spin kick.
1: No, I talking. you know how, like, they move their arms back and forth in a circle? Like, they're trying to... Oh, like indie fighters, do. Yes, yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> the indie punches, yes.
1: Yes, something like that, I guess. I don't know. That being said, though, um, let's move on to the next one. The next one... Is the Georgetown Hoyas against the Bayi Bayi Rockets? I hope I'm saying that correctly. I don't speak Chinese. Yeah. Well, while several entries on this list are fights between rivals, this one this one's just plain strange. The Hoyas traveled to China to help strengthen Georgetown's academic link with the country, playing a series of friendly exhibition basketball games there. Unfortunately, this one did not go off as planned. Uh, The the Bayi Rockets were eight-time Chinese Basketball Association champions and played very aggressively from the start. At the beginning of the fourth quarter, a series of multiple fouls sparked an all-out fight between the two sides with fans even getting involved in the action. Even, I'm sorry, not exactly the kind of diplomatic bonding that everybody was hoping for. Well, no shit. Like, you got a professional basketball team beat the shit out of some damn college kids. I mean, yeah, but we know those college kids were better than that professional Chinese team. Well, maybe in some regard, but I mean, mm. it's still, it's still, <laughs> it's still kids versus, well, no, I won't say kids. I mean, it's, it's basically young adults against, you know, people that has, you know, years in, you know, the game and things of that nature. I mean, they were, what, what did, what did it, what did it say, damn, uh, eight time NBA, uh, CBA champions, you know. I'm, I'm watching the video and they throwing chairs and shit. Fans come down from the stands. Yeah, but I mean, it's still shit.
2: I mean, we still have the best best players here, and we know that they're over there is not as great.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, not even not every player over there can be Yao Ming. You know, they bred Yao Ming.
2: They created him in a lab.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that.
2: No, they did. They they talked about it. That his parents were forced to be together by the Chinese government. Oh, wow.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, hell. I guess it's no yeah. different than arranged marriages.
2: I mean, pretty yeah. much is an arranged marriage, yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, instead country, of it being... It, well that's what I'm saying instead of it being arranged by the parents it was arranged by the country
2: yeah it was arranged by the motherland oh wait it's my turn
1: wow. to one. yeah I was waiting <laughs> I about that. Your
2: fault. oh hey yes this one <laughs> I actually still remember this one pretty well actually uh, this one is the New York Knicks versus the Denver Nuggets, December 16th, 2007. Um, the Nuggets were leading the Knicks by 19, with just over a minute remaining with a hard foul by the Knicks, uh, Marty Collins on J.R. Smith instigated a full scale bra. So after some initial pushing from both the two sides, uh, Smith broke free and charged at Nate Robinson, tackling into the front row. Just one thing seemed to calm down. Carmelo Anthony confronted Collins, punched him in the face. After initially being knocked down, Collins retaliated by chasing Carmelo Anthony down to court, and the total damage was seven players being suspended for a combined 47 games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How you gonna charge a little Nate Robinson, man? What's wrong? What'd he ever do to you?
2: Nate Robinson almost won that fight.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was basically started by, like what you said, the flagrant foul. Um, uh, and basically it was a flagrant, um, I don't know if it was a one or a two, uh, but yeah, uh, it was, so what it was, was that it was by Knicks guard, uh, uh, Marty Collins on J.R. Smith of the closing seconds of the game. Several people, several players joined the confrontation. Uh, yeah, I mean, 10 players were ejected. Although they were not penalized, Nuggets coach, uh, George Carl and Knicks coach Isaiah Thomas were both scrutinized for their part in the brawl, while Nuggets forward Carmelo Anthony was criticized for harming his image as a star. Several writers said the NBA had penalized these players excessively because it wanted to keep the image free of violence. All right, then. I mean, I'm just reading what it says. <laughs> it says the NBA commissioner uh, da- uh, David. Why the fuck do I always say that shit? NBA Commissioner David Stern, thank you, uh, reacted with strict penalties for the players involved, stating that it is our obligation to take the strongest possible steps to avoid such failures in the future. Seven players were suspended, like what you said, a total of 47 games, and the players lost in, lost in excess of $1.2 million in salary. Each team was also fined $500,000. Because Carmelo Anthony's suspension was longer than 12 games, he was eligible to appeal to an arbitrator. However, Anthony eventually announced that he would not attempt one, saying he did not want to be in any further of a distraction. Carmelo Anthony got 15 games. J.R. Smith got 10. Nate Robinson got 10. Um, Marty Collins got six. Jared Jeffries got four. Nene got one. And Jerome James got one. So, there were the suspensions. So...
0: All right. I mean, if it's
1: not interesting, just say you're not interested. Yet.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, neither the Knicks nor the Nuggets. Uh, well,
1: I mean, we gotta talk I about. It. We gotta give information. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, I
0: I, 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 could honestly give two shits about Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I like, I, I like Nate Robinson, uh,
1: but when he's not getting knocked out. <laughs> I, I mean. <laughs> He got sucker punched. That is true. He did get suckered. <laughs> All right. Now let's get to the good one right here. Go ahead, Chip. Uh, yay. <laughs> uh, we're
0: going to talk about the uh, Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees. This is from October the 11th, 2003. Uh, now a highly competitive environment featuring two bitter rivals. It was only a matter of time before the two sides came to blows, and it happened in Game 3 of the 2003 ALCS. It all started when a Pedro Martinez fastball hit Kareem Garcia. Martinez then proceeded to make a threatening gesture to the Yankees' dugout. The very next inning, Manny Ramirez grew angry at a high pitch by Roger Clemens and had to be restrained. But by that point, the dugouts had already emptied, with Yankees coach Don Zimmer immediately going after Martinez, who threw the 72-year-old <laughs> to the ground. The Yankees got the last left, however, defeating Martinez and the Red Sox in Game 7 to win the series.
1: And lose to the Florida Marlins.
2: Go ahead, Raj. (laughs) I mean, I've talked about this pretty enough. We already know that that an old man was assaulted, just doing his job, trying to calm down the fight.
1: Calm down the fight. It says going after Martinez. What was he?
2: What was if you was if you was Pedro
1: Martinez? Oh no, no, no. Timeout.
2: Timeout. Timeout. You can see in the video he was already there, and Martinez is talking shit. So you mean to tell me? Hold on, the mayor of Duff City himself.
1: If somebody approached you, regardless of age, you wouldn't duff him.
2: He didn't get duffed; he got thrown to the ground. <laughs> All he had to do was side swipe the old man, not literally grab him by the head and throw him down. Was he afraid of the seventy-three-year-old man? How much of a pussy are you?
0: <laughs> would it would it really be be that pivotal? If if you weren't uh or if, if you didn't hate the Red Sox?
2: No, because we still won the game. It didn't matter.
1: No, I'm not even talking about the series. If this this incident. If it was if it was w- what if it had been uh
0: Roger Clemens slinging the uh uh the can you think of us another seventy three year old really
2: man 73 year old man can Except exactly. oh, the, <laughs> the Red Sox coach, the Red Sox dude was like forty.
1: It was like charging like
2: thirty-year-old man. That was
1: Terry Francona, wasn't? Wasn't yeah. he the coach? Yeah, Terry I, Francona. I, I, I don't.
2: I can't. Oh remember. shit!
1: or three. What? What?
0: i uh, watching the video. I hadn't seen the video in so long. He uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he got this man like he's about to do the X Factor to him. <laughs>
1: I got everything I ever oh. wanted. Nah, I never get that back.
2: Anyway. It's <laughs> <That's> the X-Factor, <laughs> y'all. He did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he X-Factored him without following through.
2: Oh, no, I mean, oh. I still have that image in my head. I don't even need to watch no video. But it's, man, like I said, no matter, we won.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, when I'm not a fight in the game. I, 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 Clearly, I'm not a uh, a Red Sox or a Yankees fan. Uh, I, I will. You're a <laughs> Yankees <Sox> fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do mean what? to to be fair, Zimmerman did put his hand up at him. So,
2: I mean, what was he supposed to do? Just just took a step to the left, charged us slide past him. I mean, he technically did. No, he, <laughs> he, did, he didn't. He didn't sidestep that man. He threw him. Did. He, put he his grabbed that man and up and him. slung him face first down
0: <laughs> on the mound.
2: Because <laughs> he's bitch made.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still watching it. Mm. Shit yeah Mm. but they did you know win oh shit, we got another one coming up so yeah yankees won that one
2: there we go go. there's
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of brawls in in baseball that don't get talked about yeah
2: there's at least three a season
1: oh i would say there's more than that has
0: there been any this season yet
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, there was one again. Uh, what was it? The, it was San Diego with somebody, wasn't it? Oh, yes. no. The Astros. Um, Astros got into it with... The Astros uh, got into a brawl. Uh, uh, uh,
0: this was just the other day. Shit, who were we playing?
1: No. Was y'all... <laughs> was y'all playing Anaheim, maybe? Or Anaheim? G- L.A.? <laughs> They'll always, be the Anaheim Anaheim. To me. they'll always be the Anaheim uh, Angels to me. They'll always be the Anaheim Angels to me.
0: No. Uh, let's see. The, the Mets and the Nationals uh, had a mm-hmm. uh, bench-clearing brawl. Uh, the Mets and the Cardinals had a bench-clearing yeah. brawl. Uh, that's minor league the cubs and the brewers had a bench clearing brawl damn
1: hey it was hey, it was the dodgers three. and the it, it was the padres and dodgers is who i was thinking of
0: okay yeah the was, padres uh, and the dodgers
1: yeah yeah but speaking of infamous uh fights um let's move on to the next one the Texas Rangers versus the Chicago White Sox from August fourth of nineteen ninety three. Nolan Look Ryan is famous. There we go, here we go. Nolan Ryan is famous for many things: throwing seven no hitters, striking out over a thousand batters, and also Wait, for World beating World up. Series. Well, he also for beating up Robin Ventura. Now, the Rangers and White Sox had a history of hitting uh each other's players for several years leading up to this incident and after getting beamed by nolan ryan uh robin ventura just took exception and immediately charged the mount unfazed however ryan put ventura in a headlock and began pounding the helpless ventura with with consecutive right handers uh the most yeah the, the most remarkable part about it is that ryan was 20 years older Robin Ventura was. Yeah, go back and look at the video. It is uh
2: him the old Duffy.
1: Yeah, he was you know, he duffed him all right.
2: Gave him that headache medicine.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then Pudge Roger, you know, is that, was that is that Pudge playing? Probably is. No, yeah, that was Pudge up there trying to. Th- and Pudge was very young. Pudge. That was a young Pudge.
2: Pudge was Pudge.
1: Yeah. I mean, he had. No, I mean, he was skinny Pudge back then. <laughs> he yet to be. He was like a. He was like baby fat, uh, Pudge. But yeah, I mean, the whole everybody cleared, uh, both dugouts cleared. Everyone was ready to fight. You know, Nolan Ryan didn't play. <laughs> like I'll show you up. Hey, It, it you, was you, you, you uh, Nolan Ryan
0: was a. Nah, Nolan Ryan was uh he. Yes, he only won one World Series, but that dude was a beast at, as a pitcher.
2: Yeah, He, he was. was. But he just had an unfortunate uh, play for the Braves.
0: And in the Rangers.
2: Yeah. So there was his uh fate.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, wait, wait, time, wait, time out, time out. When did Nolan Ryan play for the Atlanta Braves?
2: I thought he played in, right after he left the Rangers.
1: Uh-uh. Rangers was his last team. He he oh, retired. Was he? And, yeah, he he played for the Mets. Then he Ugh. played for the Angels. Then he played for the Astros. Then he played for the Rangers.
2: I thought he played for the Braves right after that.
1: Uh-uh. He won. He won the nineteen sixty nine World Series with the Mets. Huh. Yep. That was oh, wait, his wait. only. This only yeah. that was, that's his only World Series title is that he won the 1969 World Series, uh, with the, when with the, the New York Mets beat the yep, beating the uh, Baltimore Orioles,
2: 1969. Jesus Christ! Yeah, mm-hmm. that man played for forty seven years or something.
1: From he played 1966
2: from
0: 1966
1: to Yeah, he's also almost. in the he's in the Angels, yeah, the almost. Astros, and the Rangers Hall of Fame. All three of them. And he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame, too.
2: And that man played for 24 years, but for 45 decades. (laughs) (laughs) That math is not right. Um, This man won the World Series in 69 and played until 93. This man was playing in lo-fi all the way to HD.
0: (laughs) I mean, he played in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s for four decades.
2: Four decades, yeah. Four decades, yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> i know my math <laughs> it doesn't seem right but i know my math
1: <laughs> okay that being said let's move on to the next one
2: go ahead Raj. oh uh, god why do i get all, of, all the good ones so next up on the list is the uh boston bruins those pieces of trash versus the new york rangers uh, from December 23rd, 1979. Yay, Christmas time. Um, but, okay, here's another incident between a Boston team and a New York team to make the list, of course. Um, that's what happened when Boston's garbage. Uh, but this one had involved the fans. What started a small skirmish between players quickly escalated into a scary scene at the Garden. Uh, an angry Rangers fan assaulted Stan Johnson of the Bruins with a rolled up program and some fans reached over the glass to punch Bruins players, responded by going into the stands, and one such player was Bruin Mike Milbury, who beat a fan with a shoe and was remarkably only suspended for six games. I actually do remember that. Like, why are you going to fight a hockey player? He's taking the shoe off in the video and just smacking the shit out of him with it. Why are you going to fight a hockey player, especially in the 70s when everybody was a fucking enforcer pretty much?
1: Yeah... I mean, yeah. I mean, especially the Bruins, who
2: had two of the best fucking enforcers at the time.
1: Back in nineteen seventy nine, Yeah. don't yeah. They had
0: what? I was just say I, I don't know why you would want to fight a, um, um, a hockey player.
1: I'm at nineteen nineteen. Was that, you said the nineteen seventy nine team?
2: Yeah,
1: Boston.
2: They had uh, O'Reilly Vermont. and. Uh, Fuck, who else did they have? They had O'Reilly and somebody else. All
1: right,
2: Boston Bruins. Uh, Mm, Was it Jay Miller? Was he the other enforcer? uh, Let
1: me go through here and look.
2: Because I feel like they had two enforcers for the Bruins because that's how they pretty much ran through the 70s. Yeah, who was uh? Because I know they had Terry O'Reilly. and I think it was Jay Miller would might have been the second one. It may have been.
1: Let's uh... do it this way. Hold on. Boston Brewers, Brewers, sorry not Brewers. Uh, who did you who did you say it was, Raj?
2: Terry O'Reilly was there for sure, and I think yeah. Jay Miller maybe.
1: Uh, I don't see I I don't see, I see a Mike Milberry. I see a, I see there's Wayne Cashman.
2: Oh, sorry, Jay Miller was eighty two. Sorry, never mind. It was after yeah. this. Yeah, never mind. So it was just sorry. uh old old bloody Riley.
1: Yeah, I mean they did have Dennis O'Brien too, though he, you know, didn't play much. But when he was in there, you know, he was <laughs> he didn't play much. He <laughs> Didn't play much, but hey, but you know what though, I mean, if, when you're in a four, you really aren't in there to score or get assists. You're just there to. O'Reilly it, had ninety points you know? in that season. I'm not talking about O'Reilly. I'm talking about uh, O'Brien. Oh shit! He had he, he had a plus-minus of negative four.
2: Yeah,
1: he, he did suck. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He was
2: just. All he did was fight. He didn't really even do anything else but fight.
1: (laughs) Ain't like after the game, you know what? You want us to take care of this for you? No, I'm I'm good. (laughs) We all know what we're talking about. (laughs) But anyway, and Ray Bork was on that team. Damn,
2: he's old. So all right, let's move yeah. on to the uh next uh
1: Go ahead Chip. You're up battle. Yeah.
0: Uh we talk about the Miami Hurricanes, hurricanes. Hurricanes. <laughs> hurricanes. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I am tired. Could- yes.
2: Miami
1: hurricanes. <laughs> Man,
2: <is> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, anyway, Miami.
0: let me let me start back over. We're going to talk about the Miami Hurricanes versus the FIU Golden Panthers from October 14th, 2006. This is known as the best fight in college football history. Um, I, don't I, of, I don't know about that.
2: that blood
1: I don't know about that. Yeah. And I'm a Canes I, I, I'm fan, just, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying
0: what it's what it's called. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I don't know why it's called that, but that's that's it's what it's called. called that anyway. anyway, I guess so. Uh, the campuses of Florida International University and the University of Miami are only nine miles apart. So this game was supposed to be the first in the quote unquote city line series in an attempt to create a friendly rivalry between both schools. But what happened in this game was anything but friendly in the third quarter FIU safety, Chris Smith tackled and punched a Miami player and it escalated into a bench clearing brawl. One already injured FIU player stepped out onto the field and began swinging his crutches at people. (laughs) Yep. The teams needed the FIU police and the Florida State Highway Patrol troopers to break up the fight. In total, 31 players were suspended. Yeah. Um, do do either of you remember this brawl? Yep.
1: <laughs> I mean, I uh, I should
0: have figured you would.
1: Yeah. Uh. God. Larry Coker was still the head coach too. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. It was. Uh. So so the guy that uh. That um. Chris Smith tackled and punched. Uh. It was number five on the the hurricane's last name of James. I don't know.
1: Well it's well according to the well it says it says here it says throughout the game the players on both teams engaged in trash talking were increasingly physical. And by the third quarter, officials had called seven penalties, six for FIU and one for Miami. With nine minutes left in the third quarter, the University of Miami H-back James Bryant caught a five-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Kyle Wright, making the score 13 to nothing, Miami. After scoring, Bryant bowed uh, towards the uh, University of Miami's west end zone. Bryant, who later transferred to the University of Louisville, was called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay, so that understand- Okay, now during the ensuing PAT attempt. FIU safety Chris Smith wrestled University of Miami holder Matt Pirelli to the ground after the kick was apparent, uh, was appeared to have been punched him in the chin. FIU uh, cornerback Marshall McDuffie Jr. uh, kicked Pirelli in the head. Um, University of Miami players, including Calais Campbell, um, now of the uh, Baltimore Ravens, I believe, yeah, Baltimore Ravens, that's right, Um, came to Pirelli's defense. Uh, separating Miami and FIU players. And FIU's uh, Lionel Singleton uh, uh, punched uh, Calais Campbell in the back of the helmet, which was quickly followed up by retaliation. I don't
0: understand. Timeout. Hold on. Before you finish, I don't understand. What is the point in punching people in the helmet?
1: (laughs) I have no idea. It's going to hurt your hand more than it's going to hurt their head. What is the point? That's what I'm saying. Like, why
0: would you punch somebody in the fucking helmet?
1: I don't I don't get it. I don't don't understand. It's stupid. Well, well, the stupid punch to the back of the helmet uh, quickly followed by the retaliation by both teams escalating to the fight in a bench-clearing brawl. University of Miami's Anthony Riddick swung his helmet – or well, at least he at least he used it as a weapon. Uh, swung his helmet uh, at FIU player and Miami and Miami's uh, Brandon Merriweather. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's still in the league. No, I don't think he's in the league anymore. Uh, kicked an FIU player, FIU's uh, Amon Ned, who was previously injured, like what you said, came out onto the field swinging his crutches at Miami players. Uh, the fight lasted less than two minutes with Florida Highway Patrol officers and FIU campus police coming into the field to restore the order. Uh, officials needed several minutes to sort out the penalties. Ultimately, 13 players were assessed 15-yard penalties for fighting and ejected from the game, eight from FIU, and five from Miami, including Calais Campbell. Although the unsportsmanlike conduct uh, penalties for fighting offset each other, Miami was forced to kick off from their own 10-yard line due to the original penalty penalty of um, uh, Bryant uh, doing the excessive celebration. Uh, After the brawl, Play resumed, yada, yada, yada. Everything was cool. Uh, former University of Miami wide receiver Lamar Thomas, who was providing color commentary for the game, uh, said to Comcast Sports Southeast, uh, he made several observations during the fight, uh, enthusiastically proclaiming that the FIU players were being humbled by his former team in a manner which was not uh, <laughs> neutral. Um, he says, and I quote, now that now that's what i'm talking about you come into our house you should get what you should get your behinds kicked. you don't come into the ob playing that stuff you've you uh you're across the ocean over here you're across the city you can't come over to our place talking noise like that you'll get your butts beat i was about to go down the elevator and get in there myself I say, why don't we meet outside in the tunnel after the game after the game ball and get it in? You don't come into the OB, baby. we we've had a down couple of years, but you don't come in here talking shit, not in our house. Well someone's enthusiastic. <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, clearly he was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So but there was a very I mean I mean mm. it's it's Wow, fucking bug is on me still. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So,
0: uh, Raj, what did you think about this, uh, this Hurricanes Golden Panthers brawl? Do do Um, you remember it? I think I asked that. I don't
2: remember it. I can, I can double check this video real quick. Uh, I want to click very far forward. Uh, there's the Bruins Rangers. Hey, go, to, right, so... uh, t- go to seven. Go to there. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's see what really happened. And catch. Yep. All right. And then a kick from the kick, really? Oof. What a tackle on the kicker. Must be a big man there. Yeah, swinging helmets. Like your name's Miles Garrett. And stomping <laughs> ankles. See, that's what I would've done. That's the
0: Original the original
2: <laughs> Miles Garrett, right. That's what I would've done. Like the like the Florida, like the Miami Hurricane you guys did. They stopped ankles. I'm ending your whole career. <laughs> right? I mean, this is a shitty fight. Where's where's all the good fights? You know what I'm saying? Like uh where's uh Jose Bautista getting knocked out on the second base plate.
1: Mm. Well, we're not done yet. (laughs) I don't think he's on this list. Well, but nevertheless. All right. So let's move on to the very next one on the list. This next one is Canada versus the USSR. January 4th, 1987. Better known as the punch up in Pastani. I hope I'm saying that correctly. This brawl got so bad that the officials uh, resorted to turning off the lights in an attempt to stop the altercation. Canada was leading the Soviets 4-2 at the time and had a legitimate shot at winning the World Junior uh, Gold Medal. The Soviets, already out of medal contention, played an aggressive game from the get-go, and the Canadians responded. With six minutes and seven seconds left in the second period, a scrap erupted into a line brawl before players from both teams' benches jumped onto the rink and joined. By the time it was finally over, the IIHF had canceled the game and kicked both teams out of the tournament. Shit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Both teams, like... Fuck you both. You're gone. We we don't even care. Bye. See ya. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) Like, I
0: mean, I I guess that's what happened when you can't keep your your emotions in check.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at the. I mean, my God, this looks so just. I mean, they they got everybody got their helmets off. They throwing on people on the ground. It 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 looks like a damn. And the referee standing there doing jack shit like come on guys, let's stop. Like Do you want him to get knocked out too? (laughs) I mean, you already
0: seen what they do to
1: you already see what they do to 73 year old coaches when they (laughs) approach the mound. And everybody in the stands just watching, like, oh, okay, I guess we could just I guess this is okay. I guess you want them to get out there too? Like
2: why are you trying to sacrifice people?
1: (laughs) Hell, players try to get involved with the fucking. Uh, um, well, that's because the fans take ranked? the players first. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't go after it. yeah. Um, it's to I me. Mean, I
2: just sit in the crowd and wait. I yep. get my, I'm not getting duffed up by nobody in pads.
1: Nope. <laughs> they have I'm more like,
2: protection. Than I do. I won't be able to do nothing in them.
1: No.
0: All right. Well, that's what i was saying. Go ahead, Talon. No, go ahead. No, that's what I was saying. You know, uh, during the uh, uh, the Miami FIU brawl, some dude punched Clayus Campbell in the back of the helmet. Like, why? Why are you punching people in the helmet? Like, that makes zero sense.
2: You break your hand,
1: right? That's stupid. But so before we get to uh, the number one on the list, uh, let's throw out a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, the first one uh, that they talk about is the Chicago Blackhawks versus the St Louis blues from 1991 um, the brawl where just it started off it was just it was just a ruckus um, and then the San Francisco Giants versus the Los Angeles Dodgers from 1965 Big old bench clearing brawl and the other honorable mention is the New York Knicks versus the Miami Heat from 1998. And Charles Oakley and Alonzo Mourning look like they're about to fuck each other up. Um, but let's get to number one. Raj, go ahead.
2: <laughs> so, number one on the list is the Malice and Palace, where they actually have a documentary on Netflix that actually ex- explains everything that really happened. So, I,
1: I watched it. It was good. Yep.
2: And it literally shows you the truth behind everything instead of the garbage the media put out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, uh,. Things took a dark turn one November night at the Palace of Auburn Hills during the game between Indiana and Detroit. And with 46 seconds to go, a skillful broke out on the court after Ben Wallace took a hard foul from the Pacers Ron Artest. Uh, things, to be set, things appeared to be settling down until Artest, who was laying on the score table, was hit with a drink thrown by a fan and a stance. Artest then charged in the crowd, inciting a major brawl as several other players joined joined him. Um, following the mouth of the Palace, nine players were supposed to. Suspended for a total of 146 games, and five faces, five fans faced assault charges and were permanently banned from Piston home game. Uh, yeah, Jermaine O'Neal's career went down to shitter. Reggie Miller never got that championship, and Ron Artest changed his name to Metal World Peace. Elbow James Harden in the ear and won a title with the Lakers.
1: And he went up in the stands and uh, attacked the wrong had, person. He attacked the wrong person. And then Steven Jackson going to come in right behind him and then punch another dude in the face. Right or die. <laughs> right? And then, meanwhile, I find it so funny because I'm watching the video and Rasheed Wallace is just standing there, just leaned up against the table, like, this is some bullshit right here, man. We're going to get. Because Ben Wallace actually, uh, you know, pushed our test to start. Well, it wasn't to start, but. I um, mean, they pushed each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was one thing like Ben Wallace went, he got fouled hard. He turned around, he got in his face, pushed him. It backed him. I mean, he pushed him a good fucking 15 feet. He's got like I 80 mean, pounds
2: on the man. Right. So <laughs> it
1: looked like they were going to fight. It looked like calm down. Rasheed Wallace gets in the way. Rip Hamilton's there. Uh, Yeah. Jermaine O'Neal's there, right there. Yeah. Cause Wallace, yeah. Oh, Jamal Tinsley's right there.
2: He's trying we- to hold back the coach if dude wouldn't have thrown the thrown the cup, none of this would have happened.
1: Nope, you blame the fan, right there. That's what happened. And of course, let's let's be honest. I mean, Ron Artest was not in the, the best frame of mind at that point because he was fucking just. I mean, which he was a. Is, is it is it so strange because I think Ron Artest is almost is honestly, I think he's underrated as a player, and I think he's more known for this than he is for his ability. Because wasn't he a defensive player of the year at one point?
2: I mean, yeah, but he's also known for L1 James Harden as hard as shit in the ear after a play. Yeah. Changed his name to Metal World Peace. He was yeah. His best. Yeah, uh, but he ain't player. about peace. he give you a piece, all right. <laughs> right. You get that two piece and a biscuit. Call him Popeyes. There
1: you go. And now his name is Meta Sandiford. Peace. Sandiford
0: Artest.
1: Sandiford Artest. Hmm. Sorry. No. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's Sandiford Artest because the oh, uh, the way that it's worded, it was yeah, yeah. He was an NBA Defensive Player of the Year in two thousand and four. Yeah. It was his only. He was, yeah, yeah. Was, that was his only
2: one. Yeah, it was the this year. That year, he had to fight. Yeah. And
1: he is an nba champion it was the lakers the lakers yep yeah yeah it was the kobe saw- yeah that, that was the uh that was the kobe uh kobe finals yep paul gasol ron Artest. oh big baby Andrew Bynum. yep
2: uh so it would have been Derek fisher kobe ron Artest, paul gasol and andrew bynum to start starting five i believe yeah unless I they had a different point guard it might have been well, a different point guard at the point well,
1: well lamar odom was also there uh 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 jordan farmar was also there uh your boy luke walton was there
2: hey two-time nba champion
1: there you go uh sasha i didn't F- know i, Valis I didn't Valis you. know uh...
2: what
0: what uh, I was just I didn't know that our uh, test was a coach for the Lakers too.
2: He was a player's coach. Mm-hmm. Like a personnel coach, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, over uh, player development for the South Bay Lakers, which yeah, is the, the uh, uh, G League. Yeah. The, the Lakers G League team.
2: The, the G squad. Right. But yeah, they also had Shannon Brown on that team.
1: Yep, Shannon Brown was on that team as well. Matt
2: Barnes on that on that on, 2000,
1: the, t- on the 2010 Lakers team.
2: Yeah, was Matt Barnes out there? No, he was at the Clippers already.
1: Uh, what year was that? 2010.
2: Yeah, I thought you had the roster up. Matt Barnes
1: was with holy shit, he's bounced around a lot um yeah Matt Barnes was it says it says he was with uh mm, 10, 10, I'm oh okay 2010 it was a 2010 2011 season um the Lakers won the 2009 2010, 2010. season. Yeah, yeah, he joined. Yeah, he joined the Lakers in 2010. Okay, so he wasn't that on that was, team. Yeah, that was the Mavericks against yeah, the yeah, the 2011 the Finals was the Mavericks beating the
2: Heat. Yeah, with Dirk Nowitzki going off.
1: Yep. That's Dirk's only championship.
2: Yep. But sometimes one's all you need. Both his championships were against the Heat. Lost to Shaq and Dwayne Wade in 2004. 2006. Four, six, six, yeah. Yeah, it and then, beat, uh, then beat the big three in 2011 with his Dirk driver. Pump fake, spin to the left, drive down the lane, lay up and dunk. Did that every opening game of every play. I mean, of every game.
1: Yeah. But that, but, but, but they, but they, I mean, come on, man. They also had Corey Brewer. They had Tyson Chandler. Like, they had a lot of good players on that team that help Dirk out in that situation. I mean, Jason they, had a, was... they had
2: a ton of great rotational and, and bench players. Which is all they, you really need.
1: They did, you know, but like, but that's what I'm saying. Dirk didn't do it by himself. I mean, hell, Jason Kidd actually, you know, was yep. he was he was a player's coach. If you think about it, because he was a, he was the one out there, you know, helping. Um, yeah, because that was Rick Carlisle's first, third. championship? or is it, third? Oh, it was oh, first? Yeah,
2: yeah. No, it was his first championship. But it was, I think, it was a sturdier coaching uh, than. Them. I know you've been coaching before.
1: He. He only has one championship. That's it. That's the only championship he has in the 2011 season. Yeah. He, and as a player, he won in 1986 as a member of the Boston Celtics.
2: Definitely a bench player.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Danny Ainge. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a uh, bench player. <laughs> think, about, think about this. The, the Boston Celtic greats, you have Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, danny ainge robert parrish dot 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 rick (laughs) Carlisle. i mean
2: it's just just like players. well you all you gotta do is get a good rotational player
1: right yep all right yeah yeah indeed that being said though yes i mean i think we can all agree that the malice in the palace is definitely one of the most infamous brawls in the in sports history But also the Um,
2: narrative is very wrong because they only tell one side of the story instead of the true side of the story. Right. Go back and what, what I can't remember what it's called. uh, Untold or Untold? Untold, that's
1: That's what it was, yeah. Untold, it's on Netflix, yeah. And if you're Um, looking for
2: something else to watch on Netflix, watch uh, Hustle. I've watched it twice today, actually.
1: No, Hustle
0: is amazing. Yeah. That was probably one of the best non-comedy Adam Sandler movies I've ever seen. What's it about?
1: Uh, I haven't I haven't seen it. it about?
0: It's about basketball. basketball. That's yeah. all we can tell you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you ha- you have to watch it. It's it's I it's it's one of the top ten greatest basketball movies ever.
2: I'm definitely putting it up top five for me. I, oh.
0: I I I wanted to go top five, but I didn't know how you guys felt about that. Oh, I, uh, that movie, I
2: watched it twice today. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, I'll, I'll
1: withhold I'll, with, I'll withhold judgment until I uh until I, till I watch it I'll probably yeah. watch it sometime, at some point tomorrow um but and you say it's on Netflix yep it's mm-hmm. just called Hustle it's just called Hustle
2: okay it debuted yep. at number 3 the day it came out on Netflix worldwide oh, okay
1: alright well then I'll have to check that out then um just uh give it a listen if i get time that being said though ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of something about sports we hope you guys enjoyed it uh if you have any crazy uh, sports bras that we may have missed from this list uh definitely reach out to us you know tell us some of your favorites if you were there for any of these we'd love to hear your experience of you being there
2: oh real quick before we say anything else um so i forgot to ask you guys if you saw the uh thing that happened in boxing over the weekend no uh, No. no. Uh, there was definitely a uh, new Mike Tyson incident.
1: Somebody bit an ear?
2: Yep, a boxer bit somebody's ear. Holy shit. I completely forgot to... Oh, God, I gotta look it up. Let me see, let me see. Uh... Go to news on ESPN. I wish it would just be right there but it's not Uh, um, um, um. it was on the fucking front page a second ago and now (laughs) that I want to look for it of course it goes away well of course Uh, so let me see here
0: Well, while you got while you're looking that up, uh d- did you hear the uh the Tyreek Hill comments over the weekend
2: about how he says that uh was a more accurate passer than uh Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, so Edgar Berlanga admits Biden uh Alexis Angulo and a unanimous decision victory. Uh this was um, so yeah, in the seventh round, Berlanga attempted to uh attempted to buy Angelo's ear, uh, even though he won the fight, huh? Yeah, Berlanga won by United's you know, decision 98, 92, 99, 91, 99, 91. So he was beating the shit out of the dude, but the issue was that apparently he says that Angelo kept throwing elbows when they were in close. And it pissed him off, so he decided to bite him in the ear.
1: All right then. I mean, get in where you fit in, right? I mean,
2: I mean, he did go in for the for the Tyson bite, though. Yep. He really did. It's funny, like, oh I man, I saw an interview with a vampire, and I was like, oh, might as well do this.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: right. That being said, though, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of something about sports. We appreciate you guys. We're almost to 26,000 downloads, uh, for the show. and We thank you guys so much. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out of here this evening?
0: Uh, as always check out MovementRadio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. What do you say, Raj?
2: No, shout outs to our, uh, our, our sponsors out there. Uh, we've got audible trial damn this bug i'm gonna destroy this bug when i get off this recording um, <laughs> audibletrialcom audible trial.com forward slash move radio 30 free days and also a free audiobook and if you have prime you get two free books also shout outs to gearanimecom uh forward slash movement radio you can use promo code movement uh, move radio sorry move radio for free shipping shout outs to them um we also got what is it partners dot partner canva.com
0: partner dot canva dot com
2: forward slash movement radio yes I always forget because that one a, just throws me off a little bit more but yeah um we, Chip and I both use their designs uh software and stuff to you know make logos or uh just title cards whatever fancy stuff we want to use just BS around it's easy super simple um free so you know just go over there, partners.com, up uh, partners partners.canva.com forward slash movement radio. Shout out to them. Do we have any other ones? Or was, uh, uh,
1: shout out to the OG, anchor.fm.
2: Yep, that's it. Yep.
1: Not, nothing yep. new uh today. Yes. But we hoping, ladies and gentlemen, we are hoping. Shout out to all of our friends in this endeavor with us: Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Iva Martinez Twitch uh, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, all of our good for homeies over at uh, These Ninjas Podcast, uh, Sean Miller, we should I watch that? Damon Smith, Cover Two Sports. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, go check us out. You know, on the Movement Radio Facebook uh, fans page. You know, look there. We're going to have more polls coming out soon. Um, we got cool things coming out, man. You know, the Rock Retrospective is going to be coming up soon. Um, we also have, uh, we're going to be doing D12 World this upcoming Saturday. Uh, should be a pretty cool, uh, episode that we're going to be dropping. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to a lot of big things happening. You know, uh, you know, things are, things are starting to look up. Things are starting to progress, you know, and we we're reaching a milestone, you know, each and every single time, you know, we, you know it's we want this podcast to reach a broad number of people you know we, we we you know we're you know we're in all 50 states uh shout out to my homeboy del mar in orlando um you know there's you know a lot of cool people out there that just want to like indulge into the conversation and you know they like content we've had people all the way from alaska sending us emails about you know haunted places in alaska uh chip i think you still have that email somewhere uh right yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's in the on the Movement Radio
1: uh, page. Right, you got to post that and put like post the whole letter, you know, in the uh, in the chat or whatever. Um, I'd have
0: to reach out to the lady that sent it and see if she wanted her stuff posted uh, put put out there like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: just an idea,
0: you know. Um, No, it's a good idea. I just I I would feel better asking her
1: first. (laughs) Oh, I understand. Uh, That being said, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you guys so much. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next time. Let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe
0: on your favorite podcasting platform.
1: Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos, and check out movementradio.us.
0: I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.